another struggle, another obstacle, another problem. Ain't no telling where I'm about to go. Ain't no telling what I'm about to do. But I don't need you telling me what I need to do or who I need to be. Just let me be free. Good morning, jesters. Good morning, jestettes. Good morning, fellow jesterians. I'm so glad you guys could come to another session. Man, let's get high. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Good morning, Mr. Pickle. I love you. I miss you, man. Let's go have coffee today, bud. Let's get it done. Let's make it happen, Captain. <laughs> <coughs> So I was listening to uh, the Are You Garbage podcast yesterday, and they were talking about, you know, they, the question on there was, is it garbage, or no, it's, have you ever asked a stripper for change? Because, yeah, that's kind of garbage, man. That is, it's kind of trashy. And no, I never have it. Now, would asking for change, or since asking for change is garbage. See, back back in the day, when, when I was going, I went to a lot of strip clubs back in the day. I was in Jersey. And uh, every time I went to a strip club, man, I'd get a couple stacks of $2 bills. I'd go to the strip club with $2 bills. Is that classy? <laughs> is it classy to be in a strip club with $2 bills? Saying, here, making it rain, bitches. $2. $2 for you. $2. <laughs> Let's start the vaporizer, shall we? I think we shall. Let's boom. <laughs> oh man, traveling, man. I was. This was back, uh, you know, after I left my wife because she was pregnant. Well, she wasn't pregnant anymore when I left her because she got pregnant. <laughs> no, I no, 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 no. She was still pregnant when I left. That's right, because that's when I found out. Found her in bed with dude, but. After I left her, I, I moved to, uh, I lived in with my dad and stepmonster out in Frewsburg for a little bit. That was the worst time of my life, man. I, uh, I was, I was, there was a point where I, I, I was suicidal, man. I was, I was about ready to kill myself because, ah, uh, you know, I just suffered from a brain injury and, well, a year prior I'd suffered from a brain injury and then my wife did all this and I was just, man, I was... It was a rough fucking time, man. But I I called my my dad, my my stepdad, because nobody else was home. It was, it was at my no one was at my real dad's house. It was just me. And uh, he called the pastor who married my ex-wife and I, and he met him at on right. We sat on my porch and we talked. We talked, and it made me realize that, you know what, life is worth living, because that little cunt is not gonna, <laughs> is not gonna, she, well, she, mm, it, I was in a bad spot. I wish I could get over it right now, I, I, it's, it's difficult to get over what she did, well, because not only did she fuck not did she cheat on me and get pregnant with another man's kid? But she stole my fucking son from me, man. And, and raised him on fucking lies that I used to beat her. Come on, well, 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 we're how this get on that? We're we're talking about my traveling in in Jersey, going up and down. I was shit. I was from fucking West New York, New Jersey, all the way down to fucking Camden, man. I was staying in West New York, New Jersey, the night we went, <laughs> that, that night we went to, we went into the city, and Jesus Christ, did we all get fucking lit up, lit the fuck up, and uh, driving back to Jersey, <laughs> the guy who was driving, he was our uh, supervisor at the time, um, I'll just call him D.W., D.Dubs, I know D.Y., I'm going to say D-dubs. D, uh... Let's call him D. He, uh, he, he was drunk. <laughs> and he fucking... <laughs> 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 
He fucking ran into a goddamn telephone pole. <laughs> so, uh, Ethan and I went one way. I don't know why. We were both fucking drunk as shit. And the other guys, there was probably one, two, three, four, probably six of us all together in the van that hit the pole. So, anyway, Ethan and I, we started walking just drunk. This is probably, what, probably three, four in the morning. And uh, we, we go to, we, get, we walk, come upon this diner. <coughs> and Ethan and I, we just, you know, not, we neither of us have any money on us at this point because we spent it all that night in the fucking city. So we're just fucking ordering food and saying, yeah, they're going to pay for it when they get here. They're going to pay for it when they get here. We we assumed that, well, they're, of course they would because, well, they're going to let us get fucked. But <laughs> that was, but I, somehow they, they found us. I think he was talking to Ethan on the phone. And they, yeah, because I don't even fucking, I don't even fucking know. They came and got it. How did they come and get us? Because they, they wrecked the fucking van. Dude, this... I was pretty drunk. I don't even fucking remember. I just know they came and got us at this diner and took us back to the apartment in West New York, New Jersey. The condo. And, uh... <laughs> cough break! Woo! Yeah, so I think yeah, Jersey was the only state that I ever went to a strip club in. Baltimore, no. Connecticut, no. What did I do in Connecticut? Oh, shit. Did I go to a strip club in Connecticut? I don't think I did. I know we lived right up the corner, right around the corner from a strip club, but I don't think I ever went there. It was a gentleman's club. Oh, fucking Bridgeport, Connecticut, man. That was a shithole, man. I got fucking... That was the only place I've ever been mugged, man. <laughs> man, that night was fucked up. Because, see, I was hanging with this one dude, whom I thought was my friend, but, you see, he was, I, we won't get into it, but I wasn't his friend. At all. He was a dick. But, <laughs> but between fucking, uh, him and this other dude, Puerto Rican dude, who was fucking running hoes, they fucking robbed me that night, man. Puerto Rican dude punched me in the face. Said, "What's in your pocket? You got that? You got that pistol butt? Or no, you got that ratchet?" He asked his friend, "You got that ratchet? What's in your pocket?" And then he punches me. I'm like, "The fuck is wrong with you, dude?" He's like, "You heard me. The fuck is in your pocket?" I'm like, "Jesus fucking Christ!" And the thing is, this fucker had been drinking with me. I fucking bought coke for the whole fucking party, and. So he's fucking robbing me at the end of the fucking night when I don't have any fucking money? This guy's a fucking idiot. What a fucking idiot. Well, what are you gonna do, man? Some people are just stupid and don't... Don't realize the complexity of your relationship with money. Mwahaha. You dumbass. Woo! Good God, it's good shit, man. <laughs> Fucking weird, man. Hooey! But anyway. So then traveling. I did I did a fair bit of traveling after I left my wife. I went, uh, I was, I started off, like I said, I went to Frewsburg. Then I got my own place in Asheville. Then I got my own place out in Erie. I was, uh, I, well, I was working, I went to, I was working for windows, selling windows at Sam's Club, you know, I, mean, I was standing in, uh, just signing people up for free estimates. How old are the windows in your home? How old are the windows in your home? Well, I'm from Shuko Windows. We have a triple pane window full of Krypton gas. I mean, that, these windows are so strong, Superman can't even get into your house. What? Oh, 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 oh. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, excuse me. So then I moved to Erie. And when I was in Erie, I got kicked out of Sam's Club. <laughs> I got kicked out of both Sam's Clubs I was working in because, well, 
I guess I'm just a dick. I do shit my way. <laughs> but because I was so good at my job, I was so good at uh, getting estimates, they moved me to the canvassing team. Oh, God damn. Oh. So, <clears throat> I, went, I started going door to door. That's the first time I ever did door to door sales. It was in Erie, Pennsylvania for Windows. Let me tell you what, man. I was pretty fucking good. <laughs> I just, I don't know. At that time, I was, uh, then they, oh, after I left Erie, they moved. They paid to move me up to Buffalo, so because the company had dropped off the Pennsylvania part of the the operation, so they moved me up to Buffalo to live with my uh, manager at the time. His name was Tim Allen. So I then moved uh, in with Tim up in Buffalo. I lived with him for shit. A few months. And then I went and got my own place on West Windspear. That's where I started living with those two uh, South Koreans. Those two Korean people. Uh, boyfriend, girlfriend. She was sexy. She would walk around in fucking tank tops. No bra. Just let her titties all flop around and nipples all pointing out. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> and from Buffalo... I went to Baltimore. Boy. Ah, that shit was crazy. From Baltimore, I went up to Albany. From Albany, went back to Baltimore. Baltimore to New Jersey. New Jersey back to Baltimore. Baltimore to uh, Delaware. Delaware to from Delaware to Connecticut. To Connecticut back to uh, uh, Baltimore. And then I went up to, back to Albany, then up to Rochester, and back to Jamestown. No, no, and then I went back to Baltimore, then I went back to Jamestown. Because I got fired from my one job for, uh, <laughs> because I, uh, what do they call it when you sign somebody's number or name? I don't fucking get it. What are you going to do? Oh, shit. And then I came back up to Jamestown. Started doing the window thing again. No, energy. I was doing energy. That's what I was doing in all those places. I was doing energy. Gas and electric. Started doing that around here. Took the bus up to Buffalo with uh, um, a kid I had brought on to work with me. And I ended up getting arrested. For soliciting without a permit. Motherfucker, I said. So I spent 48 hours locked up. That was a good time. And I haven't knocked doors since. <laughs> oh, well, what are you going to do? Now it is time to get into the UFC. Let's see what kind of bullshit they trying to sell us today. I'm just a fucking pothead. <laughs> wow. Disappointing results for Democrats in this week's elections, like losing the governor's race in Virginia, may have lit a fire under him. At least President Biden hopes so. He said yesterday that voters want Democrats to... Fuck illegitimate Joe. Well, need a little breathing room. well, let me ask you this. Voters obviously don't want what the Democratic Party is selling. That is why they didn't elect fucking Democratic goddamn representatives because they know that the DNC is a domestic terror group. So fuck illegitimate Joe and what his old ass fucking dementia ass is thinking. They're overwhelmed. And what happened was uh, I think we have to just produce results for them. Yeah, change I think. Standard of living and give them a little... Isn't that what the... What... what Politics says results, and he wants to improve their standard. How the, by giving them free fucking money? The fuck is wrong with you? You're a fucking idiot, Jesus. It's not on the government to fucking improve your quality of life. It's on you. You don't look to somebody else to solve your fucking problems, man.
And that's what fucking illegitimate Joe wants. He wants, here, I'll send you money. That money will fix it. Fuck you. You can't eat money. Fuck you. House Democrats say votes are possible today on a budget measure, which is something they've said before. They would like to pass legislation that commits resources to affordable child care, cheaper drugs, and better infrastructure, as well as fighting climate change. NPR you can't National fight climate change, Kelsey's you dumb sons of bitches. Good morning, Kelsey. Good morning. Okay, so Democrats in the House say the bill is ready for a vote. So stop fucking wanting to get... You can't, well, you can't fucking shoot money into the goddamn today. sun and uh, stop climate change. New version of this Dumbass. Bill. It includes many of the policies that we've talked about before. Things like, as Steve it's mentioned, you know, care, um, making that more affordable, making it easier to access. More than $500 billion to address climate change and funding for universal pre-K and affordable housing, but... This new version also includes four weeks of paid family and medical leave, which is a big addition that Democrats have been pushing for. It also has a new, much higher cap on state and local tax deductions and a deal to allow some negotiation of the cost of care patients, including a $35 cap on expenditures on insulin. So they're going to cap how much money you can deduct, but they sure as hell aren't going to cap how much money you can pay them. It's a fucking corrupt government. Why the fuck would you want to give them any goddamn money? I don't want to give them any goddamn money, but I have to. Otherwise, I go to jail for fucking because they weren't able to steal from me. Oh, it's fucking sad, man. The paid leave portion and the prescription drug provisions had been left out of the earlier framework, but they do have a lot of support among Democrats in the House. In the House. Will it pass in the Senate? <laughs> well... Possibly not this exact version. Joe Manchin of West Virginia still has issues with paid leave portion. He wants to take it out and deal with it on a bipartisan basis. And Senators Bernie Sanders and Bob Menendez have a different way to deal with the state and local tax deduction, which many critics say is a tax cut that mostly helps the wealthy. Plus, there's a whole process of making sure the bill sticks to the Senate rules. And most Democrats say they think other elements like funding for immigration reforms could be stripped out of the bill that way. So a version of this bill, if it is able to pass the House, could go to the Senate, but it could change before it becomes final. And why is now the time after all this time? Well, you know, a lot of Democrats think they lost that governor's race in Virginia in part because voters don't feel like the party is delivering on the... The Democratic Party is just an unconstitutional party that wants to just I, they want to be a monarchy man they want to give you money they're giving you money now so they can get elected and then once they get elected oh no you fucked then because once once they become king <laughs> that's probably not gonna happen but i'm just saying that's the extreme it's a, but still it, you can't you shouldn't give these motherfuckers any goddamn power promises you know there is an argument to be made that republicans won there by turning that election into something about education a local issue and making that the motivating factor for many suburban voters who turned away from the gop during trump's presidency but there is intense urgency among democrats to prove that they can govern and that they can deliver on policies that improve people's lives you know as biden said they want visceral meaningful programs that people will feel immediately but policy takes time to go into effect and they need to start you know voting now and have it roll out very soon if they want people to feel that before the midterm elections next year i want to know what these motherfucking senators what these motherfucking representatives do i want to know their fucking weekly goddamn schedule they're getting paid for to do shit oh, we're gonna say no to this because we don't like you and then they're done for the week and then they'll go say no and then they're done for another fucking week I don't fucking understand what the fuck is happening on the goddamn federal government level, man. There ain't shit happening but fucking each other, jacking each other off, man. It's, it's bullshit. They're wasting your time. They're stealing from you. And we're just going to fucking accept it. Oh, it's, it's aggravating as fuck. How are Republicans reacting to their wins this week? It's, it's notable. I haven't heard a ton about election fraud. from. <laughs> that is true. Uh, they say that, you know, this is... This proves that the policies that they're pushing for are right. They say Democrats are... Pers Do you see how this, this fucking... This isn't a... Obviously, this isn't just a, a two-sided fucking newscast, man. 
He's like, well, they were talking about voter fraud because they won. Oh, 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 oh. Explain to me how the person who ran the laziest motherfucking presidential campaign ever, how he got more votes than any president ever. Tell me how the fuck that happened. When we still fucking, we see people in fucking stadiums. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. Nobody fucking likes this dude, man. How the fuck did he get elected, man? He's fucking... He shits himself. He doesn't fucking talk. He can't fucking talk. He can't hold a goddamn conversation because he's a fucking dementia-ridden old-ass man. Jesus Christ. Doing spending that will make inflation worse. And they say all of the fighting and lack of action, you know, among Democrats gives GOP candidates plenty to run against. You know, either way, Republicans see a compelling narrative that they hope will win back voters who fled the party in 2020. They also see a chance to really make culture wars a focus in this election. You know, this is this is the kind of messaging that really got people excited, they say, and that's something Democrats are watching really, really closely. NPR congressional correspondent Kelsey Snell. Thank you, Kelsey. Thanks for having me. Let me tell you a little bit about Shine On Botanicals. Shine On Botanicals is a family-run hemp farm. They grow the hemp so they can grow the cleanest, purest medicine that they know for their son, who has suffered a traumatic, debilitating brain injury. They make it so he can have access to the purest medicine that they know. And now they want to bring it to you because it's an awesome product. I've been using it for months. We have anything from human tinctures to pet tinctures. CBD roll-on, it's awesome. CBD tinctures are awesome. I feel 20 years younger with all my creaks and groans gone. It's awesome. To place your orders, email the promoting jester at gmail.com. Tell them what you'd be interested in doing. They'll hook it up for you. They'll send you an invoice and everything will be set. Let's get back to the show. Okay, the Fed is getting ready to slowly scale back some of its pandemic-related assistance. Inflation is higher than the central bank wants and higher than a lot of people want. That clashes with one of the Fed's main goals. It is supposed to pump enough money into the economy to keep up employment, as it surely did when the pandemic hit, but not so much money that inflation goes up. So what does the Fed do now as the pandemic keeps jolting the economy in different ways? Here with some answers, NPR's chief economics correspondent, Scott Horsley. Hey, Scott. Good morning, Noel. What is the Fed's plan? You know, you can think of the Fed kind of like a parent who is trying to teach his kid to ride a bicycle. And it's been running alongside, propping the kid up. And at some point, the Fed has to take its hand off the back of the seat and let the kid pedal on its own. But it doesn't want to let go too soon. You know what I'm fucking, what I don't understand? All this fucking, uh... What the fuck? Inflation. All this inflation caused by lies. When the everyday working Joe, the proletariat, they don't have time to worry about financial fucking uh, policies, man. They work. They come home. They take care of their family. They sleep. They get up and they do it all the fuck over again. They don't have fucking time to learn how to ride the quote-unquote economical bike because they're fucking concerned with goddamn living. And these fucking motherfuckers running the goddamn corruption, they're the one that's controlling all these goddamn decisions. They're the one making your life fucking harder than it has to be because they they want to they want to they want to have a, a lasting uh, I can't fucking think of the goddamn words. They want to be remembered. They want to have something. They they can point and say, I did that. Who the fuck cares how many people died? I did that. That was me. Fuck. Fuck these motherfuckers, man. This goddamn corruption has got to fucking end. And they're just fucking... And she's going to keep on going because nobody wants to stand up and say, fuck this shit. This is fucking wrong. And I'm just going to keep on bitching about it until it ends. Until I end.
What? What? I don't know what else to fucking do. And have the kid fall over. When the pandemic started, the central bank immediately cut interest rates to practically zero, and it did start buying a whole lot of bonds. That's the supportive hand on the bike seat trying to keep the economy upright. Yesterday, the Fed announced it's going to start scaling back those bond purchases gradually, probably phasing them out by next summer. But the kid on the bike is still a little unsteady, so Fed Chairman Jerome Powell is not ready to let go of that seat altogether. We don't think it's time yet to raise interest rates. There is still ground to cover to reach maximum employment, both in terms of employment and in terms of participation. The economy is still about five million jobs short of a participation. Go fuck yourself. Uh, and the central bank says it plans to keep interest rates close to zero until the U.S. is back to something like full employment. Risks <laughs> of keeping interest rates so low. Well, one risk is high inflation. We're already seeing that. Consumer prices in September were up half percent from a year ago, according to the Fed's preferred yardstick. Uh, that's the biggest jump in three decades. The central bank still believes that's largely a byproduct of the pandemic and that price pressures should ease on their own. So all this shit, inflation, they're, they're forcing you to spend more of your money. Inflation is only a tax on the poor. That's all it is. The wealthy don't care if they have to pay a couple extra dollars for a loaf of bread. But that couple extra dollars for that loaf of fucking bread is going to end somebody else's life. Because a lot of people don't have fucking an extra two fucking dollars by the end of the goddamn week. So I'm fucking... This whole fucking thing is caused by lies. By, by your fucking corruption. By your fucking corrupt government. And nobody wants you to stand up and say, hold the fuck on. This is absolute horse shit. Look at the goddamn numbers. You have a 99.997% chance of living. Why the fuck did we shut down the goddamn economy for that shit to get Trump out of office because they want to play games they want to play fucking games with your goddamn lifestyle with your goddamn life period because they don't fucking care they're just goddamn corrupt and they want the money in their goddamn pocket that's how it fucking works more people go back to work and as supply chain bottlenecks get untangled but that is taking longer than the Fed had hoped. Uh, Powell now says bottlenecks and the resulting inflation are likely to last well into next year. And he acknowledged that is taking a toll on a lot of families' pocketbooks. You think? people who, who are living paycheck to paycheck. Or you fucking think? I just fucking said that. When the winter comes higher... Oh, you didn't hear me? <laughs> I understand completely what they're going through. And My bad. <laughs> we, we will use our tools over time to you make are sure that that doesn't tool. become a permanent... A feature of, of life. Obviously. The inflation fighting tool in the Fed's toolkit, though, is raising interest rates. And the central bank doesn't want to do that just yet. Powell says raising rates probably because wouldn't be too much to Because inflation is a tax on the poor man. Choke off job growth at this time when millions of Americans are still out of work. Jerome Powell's term as Fed chair expires early next year, just a couple months away. Is President Biden going to reappoint him? The betting markets still say Powell is the odds-on favorite to keep his job. Uh, President Biden did say this week that he will be announcing his decision fairly quickly. <laughs> financial markets at least seem fairly satisfied with the, the Fed's performance and with Powell's own performance. Now, investors told news the bond-buying taper strike yesterday. All three of the major stock indices record highs. Okay, and Pierre Scott Horsley, thank you, Scott. You're welcome. We learned this week that COVID-19 has killed 5 million people around the world. And still oh, 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 shit. Oh, shit. 5 million people around the world. We got we to gotta remember that number. That's, that's, that's the number they're using. Where's my pen? Where's my pen? Because I want to... We're going to do some math here. Oh, that's not a fucking pen, you asshole. <laughs> Where's my... Oh, there it is. So, 5 million people... Five million died of COVID. Now again, we don't know if this number is right because we can't believe any goddamn number they give us. 
But we're going to do some math on that number later. Come on, come on. Another wave, even as COVID cases decline here in the United States. In Russia, deaths have hit record numbers and health services can't keep up. NPR's Charles Maines is in Moscow. Hey, Charles. Good morning. So it is worth noting, Russia produced one of the first COVID vaccines. Very impressive at the time. What's mm. going on there? Oh, shit. Really seeing this Did they just fucking uh, compliment Russia? The fall. Since October 20th, we've Jesus. Had deaths every day what the fuck's happening? We've got the highest number of fatalities in Europe from the coronavirus, uh, closing in on 250,000, even as evidence would suggest those real numbers are much higher. Um, now, why it's uh. happening, it comes down to vaccinations. It's Again, you're a fucking idiot. It doesn't come down to that. Well, actually, you know what? It does. Because... What country? Was it fucking Israel? That had the fucking... The only people that were fucking positive with the coronavirus were the fucking vaccinated fuckers? Come the fuck on! That's how this shit works, man. It's... <laughs> they're fucking lying to you when they're playing fucking games. But it's okay. Because y'all are fucking sheep and let's just fucking guide the fuck along, right? I'm sorry, not y'all. Not my listeners. Because y'all are fucking... Oh... Awake, you guys see what the fuck's going on. But these other motherfuckers, they just blindly following along because it's easy. You noted, uh, despite the Sputnik V vaccine that was available starting uh, at the beginning of the year, a little more than a third of Russians have fully vaccinated. There's skepticism towards the way Sputnik was rolled out uh, before trials were even complete. Uh, state media also fed a lot of doubts about the seriousness of the virus early on and questioned Western... Well, the virus isn't serious. It's not fucking serious, you dumbass. And maybe good old-fashioned Russian fatalism plays a role here, too, amid all these I mean, COVID deaths and new... So fucking aggravated, man. These people fuckers are lying to you because this virus isn't fucking serious. Vaccination rates are low. Now, if it was the Black Plague, if it was fucking... The Black Death, whatever the fuck you want to call it, or the plague. It, that what was the death rate of that shit? Go fuck yourself, man. This was not a fucking serious bug. If you're gonna get fucking sick, you can get fucking sick. It's your goddamn life. Shit fucking happens, man. Oh, excuse me. I'm, I'm fucking aggravated as fuck. Route the former USSR and Eastern Europe as well. Let's take Ukraine. It's just 18% fully vaccinated. Mm. And what's curious here is Ukraine has access to Western vaccines like Pfizer and Moderna. And as to why they're not taking it, again, it's disinformation, it's distrust. Ukrainian <sighs> President Volodymyr Zelensky recently pleaded with Ukrainians to, quote, turn on their brains and ignore conspiracies surrounding vaccinations. Some of those are coming out of Russia, but there's an additional problem here. Uh, of those who are getting vaccinated, most are younger, healthier Ukrainians. So the government has really failed to convince older, at-risk Ukrainians to get the shot. And they're the ones filling up hospitals. Uh Fuck you. Like I said, because this fucking shot is what's spreading the goddamn virus. So go fuck yourself. That's why... <laughs> That's what the fuck's going on, man. Can't you fucking see it? What the fuck, man? They just fucking... Well, you can't say they just said it, but they've, they've been saying it. About the fucking... Just Google... Or no, don't use Google. Duck, duck, go. Put it in your duck, duck, go. Fucking Israel uh, vaccine problem. How many... The only motherfuckers in Israel that have fucking the COVID motherfucker is the motherfuckers that got goddamn vaccinated. Gee, hmm, you think that's true about the goddamn United of States? United of States? What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> You're just getting excited. You're getting aggravated. And, oh, it's pissing me off, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's, it's a similar story, really, in a way, in the Baltic states. Also once part of the USSR, but have now, of course, uh, member states. You know, they're reporting the highest COVID infection numbers in the EU, as well as lower rates of infection. So you take, say, Latvia, now back in lockdown. Wait, did, did he just say... We're going to re rewind that because... It's, it's a similar story, really, in a way, in the Baltic states. Also once part of the USSR, but have now, of course, uh, EU member states. 
know, they're reporting the highest COVID infection numbers in the EU as well as lower rates of infection. So, you- so they're... they're <laughs> what, what the fuck does that even mean? They're reporting the highest rates of... One more time. Let's just hear one more time. ...ones filling up hospitals. Um, it's, it's a similar story, really, in a way, in the Baltic states, also once part of the USSR, but have now, of course, uh, EU member states... You know, they're reporting the highest COVID infection numbers in the EU as well as lower rates of infection. So you take highest COVID infection rates as well as the lowest rates of infection. What the fuck does that even mean, man? Do you see the fucking idiocy that's going on here? They report the highest as well as the lowest. I mean, it's crazy world we live in here. The upside down world. Woo! What the fuck is going on, man? <laughs> we re- <laughs> they report the lowest and the highest rate of COVID infection at the same fucking time. It's crazy, man. Jesus Christ. Say Latvia now back in lockdown. Over half of adults there have been fully vaccinated, and that's well below the EU average of seventy-four percent. And again, it's older, unvaccinated people pushing the healthcare systems to the limit. You can. Add in here an ethnic component too. The country's shut up because you're, you're fucking lying to me. I'm not going to take a goddamn thing you say seriously because you're a fucking idiot. Obviously, so go fuck yourself, buddy. I want to know what your IQ is. I truly do. And so, what are authorities doing in that region and in Russia to flatten the curve? Oh, flatten the curve. Who the fuck cares? Right? It's Russia. We love Russia, though. See, now we love Russia. Before, it was Russia this, Russia did that. Russia's to blame for everything. Now it's going to be China's to blame for everything. We're always at war with Eurasia, man. Jesus Christ. But the picture here in Russia is very confusing. Moscow's mayor says businesses have been closed all week, will now reopen Monday, that the situation is stabilized. Other governors are saying the opposite. You know what? Fuck this, dude. I, I can't even... I can't even... Why? Why continue listening to his fucking bullshit? Because it's all fucking lies. I mean, right the fuck there. They they report the highest case cases of infection, of COVID infection. And they also report the lowest cases of COVID infection. What the fuck? What the fuck? You're confusing everybody, but that's your plan. That's the plan of fucking NPR, is to confuse the fuck out of you so you don't know what to believe. But I'm telling you right now, I don't give a fuck what they want me to believe. I see what the fuck is going on. I look. I do deductive critical thinking. And I think, hmm, is that really what the fuck's happening? Or is something else happening and they're just trying to show you this while they're fucking fingering your asshole with their left hand? Come on. come on. I guess you guys can't see me. You know, they're waving at you with your, your right, their right hand and they're sticking their finger in your ass with their other hand. It's just because they're fucking deceptive fuckers, man. <sighs> 71 degrees and cloudy. A beautiful little store down in the heart of Lakewood, New York at 50 Chautauqua Avenue. Or you can find them at 710andcloudy.com where they have smoking deals on your smoking accessories. They have glass, they have smell good, they have dab rigs, posters, they have apparel, they have everything. Get your sessions with the Jester shirts there. It's an awesome little store. Make sure you use code SWED10 at checkout. Save 10% off your order. Now let's get back to the show. If you have a news story that you'd like to submit to Getting High with the Jester, Go to anchor.fm forward slash N-O-R-R-O-D and leave a message. I will give you $5 worth of free advice on that news story. Let's get back to the show. These motherfucking truckers, man. Motherfucking truckers. Ah, what? The way they are just... They're not even doing it well. You know, they're not even puppeteering. They're 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 marionettes. They're trying to control their narrative with like 
<sighs> puppeteers. That's what the word I was looking for. And they're not even doing it well. They're, they're not doing it well. The first story was about how the Democratic Party was mourning the loss in Virginia. But of course they have their excuses. They have their wah, wah, wah. Dude. I don't, I don't like voting. I don't trust voting. I don't fucking trust voting. There is so much bullshit that can go on. And it it's it's not done properly. Voting is, is there's just so much corruption involved. Why fucking vote? It doesn't even fucking matter. Fuck those motherfuckers. Stop cursing, alright, bud? Come on. Just chill out. Okay. Okay. So the domestic terrorist group called the Democratic National Committee is upset that the Republican mayor, or the Republican was voted in mayor in Virginia. Good. I fucking hope, I want Jamestown to fucking switch over to Republican, man. Because uh, the fucking Democratic National Committee is a goddamn domestic terrorist group. Who who planted that bomb Christmas morning, man? That's what I want to know. Huh? Huh? Exactly. They found DNA on some fucking, on the axle? The fuck is wrong with you, dude? The fuck is wrong with you, dude? How convenient. And the second story was about the guy, it was about the economy. And how the economy is tanking because the proletariat are, are too busy fucking working to, so they can feed themselves and their kids to pay attention to what the fuck's going on. And that's the way they fucking like it. They want you to be distracted. They don't want you to see that they're fucking robbing from you, man. That's exactly what the fuck's going on. They're keeping you hungry. They're keeping you just busy. Too fucking busy so you can pay your own fucking bills. Come on, man. Oh. So, I'm just, inflation is a tax on the poor. So do you think that these goddamn representatives give a fuck if you have to pay an extra $2 for a loaf of fucking bread? An extra $5 for a gallon of fucking milk? They don't give a fuck. They can afford it. They don't give a fuck. It doesn't affect them. Because you're going to vote for them next year anyway. Or next, next fucking voting session. Because you're fucking... Mm. Stop, stop insulting people, man. Okay. Okay. Understood. Stop insulting people. That's rule number one right there. So now, man... Uh, the final story... Oh, that's right. We're going to do some math. I don't know if my, my uh, calculator can do math up in the billions. I don't even know how many fucking zeros are in a billion. Let's say nine. Are there, are there nine zeros in a billion? So let's go all clear. Let's go, let's say four zero, 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 zero. Yeah, I can't, I can't go over, uh, 400 million. But, so I can't do the math, but what's the percentage of, uh, well, let's, let's, let's do this then. Let's, uh, 
Let's 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 remove some of the zeros. That you're an idiot. That's what you should have done in the first place. So let's go four seven five million. So it'll be four hundred thousand divided by five hundred. Oops, I should have done it. Duh. No, you got to do it the other way. It's 500 divided by 400,000. That equals, yeah, that's less than 1%. 1.25% of the population of the earth died of COVID. So go fuck yourself, man. Jesus Christ. How many people died... Of natural causes every fucking day. Don't. So don't come at me with these bullshit numbers. Trying to sway my goddamn opinion one way or the other. Fuck you man. Give me a fucking break. Ugh. See. They're just trying to tug at your goddamn heartstrings. And it's aggravating the fuck out of me. But it's okay. Because we're going to fight against this goddamn ridiculous nonsense. And we're going to... And we are gonna, we're gonna fucking win because that's what we do. <laughs> now let's check in with Mr. Ben. See what space weather is gonna be for November. What is the date today? For November fourth, twenty twenty-one. Good morning, Mr. Ben. Good morning, folks. Hopefully, we paid attention to the space weather details yesterday. Everything unfolded as expected over the last 24 hours. We've got top science news to get to, but we're starting with our star at spaceweathernews.com. As you may have noticed in the opening sequence, there's quite a bit of activity, but most of that is around the limbs, and we'll come back to it in a moment. Because first, the solar wind at Earth is enhanced. Right side of the chart is the CME impact, the strongest CME impact since September 2017. While only moderately dense, the shockwave arrived at over 700 kilometers per second, over 1.5 million miles per hour, and it delivered a strong punch to Earth's magnetic field, and subsequent density variations in the stream didn't help that one bit. It was almost like a double impact of sparse but fast CMEs, as in each of the views of the magnetic model you see here, there is a double event. As expected from the long-duration flare analysis, this indeed was much stronger than the CME from the short, impulsive X-class flare. Instantly upon impact, the ground magnetic perturbations began, always starting at higher latitudes, and then the moderately strong geophysical effects began. Big wax on the magnetometer tell us this was about 20 times weaker than the Carrington event CME, which is good for perspective. And indeed, the KP index has already hit 7 twice, and a level 3 geomagnetic storm is continuing this morning. In terms of the electrical effects, there were moderate effects in the West both last night and this morning, about 10 times lower than what will cause problems. But then the stronger effects overnight began with those strongest effects over the West Pacific, and this morning they're riding into Asia. Strongest electrical effects are there right now and would spill into Europe and the Americas later today, looking at moderate effects in local and regionalized systems. Also worth taking a moment to go back to all those eruptive behaviors seen on SDO. Numerous CMEs were launched, but none at Earth, and we can see how close the northern active region actually came to doing so. That push of plasma southward is a failed eruption. It absolutely tried to fire another one at us yesterday. No go. Quick look here at some of the effects of these geomagnetic events. The forcing of negative outcomes in high-risk patients is well established, but the less scary effects on healthy persons are important for nailing down details. First thing affected is the heart rate. Every human is under a slight nudge from that today. Up next, excellent spectroscopy of a distant galaxy pair, finding dust, carbon monoxide, and lots of water. Fantastic wavelength-by-wavelength wavelength compilation, comparison, and composite at the end. Star water throughout the cosmos. Here, we find more evidence of geomagnetic anomalies preceding large and damaging earthquakes. The field of pre-seismic phenomena has now shifted to pretty much balance between the magnetic anomalies and the electrical ones in the atmosphere. Interesting story on monogenetic volcanoes up next, ones that puff once and die. 
not like Hawaii or Mount Etna or Mount St. Helens in that they will only go off once, but they also come out of nowhere and present the acute hazard. Modern risk usually follows closely to the most recent events, and that would be on the arc spanning from northern Arizona, down past Flagstaff and towards the border with New Mexico. Next one in the U.S. Southwest should be there. Now, last but not least, folks, another story from 12,000 years ago, glassed sand in the desert, just like in the Sahara. And now they have to explain impactor mm. evidence across the entire Western Hemisphere. Most people know about the Greenland impactor evidence, but there are also evidences from southern Argentina, a bit in South Africa and a couple other places. Folks, these weren't comets or one that broke up. This was the shell impact zone of the last solar micronova. While it flashed over Asia, the shell and impactors arrived over the Americas, which is why the region in between, the Middle East, Africa, and Europe, were the locations that rebounded first. Folks, while impactors are a big part of the story, both from congealed plasma and from the pushing of impactors in the inner system, this is one of the avenues that can help you to know it was not a comet impactor back then. It was a more global event, coupled with a geomagnetic excursion, right on time with a long-standing 12,000-year cycle. We're talking about the sun. That's all in the disaster series linked below the video. Just click that link to go to the playlist. And there is a bit more about the impactor confusion in the early videos, and then a lot more on it in the impactor cycle video. We greatly appreciate your support. Eyes open for small system issues today at localized and regional scales. We've got wind maps and shots of our star to close. Subscribe, and we'll do this all again tomorrow. Right here, but right now at 6 a.m. in the new Valley of the Sun. Eyes open. No fear. Be safe, everyone. Absolutely. Eyes open. No fear. Be safe. Excellent show, Mr. Ben. Loved it. Remember to subscribe to Suspicious Observers on YouTube. Get full impact of his videos and stay up to date on the or get up to date on the 12,000 year disaster cycle. Absolutely. Shout out, Benham, shout out, Benham, to the Good News Network. For the quote of the day. It's not that some people have willpower and some don't. It's that some people are ready to change and others are not. James Gordon. Everything changes. Only thing constant in life is change. You need to change along with the times. You need to be able to be fluid, not be so concrete, and have you have to be able to move. Yay! I need juice or I will fucking die. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> so be a better version of yourself. Smoke wheat every day and make shit happen.